morning. Good morning, team. People jumping on, which is excellent. Excellent. Good morning, everyone. Morning for Wealth Coffee Chat. James, Margaret, Michelle, James. 10th of August, Tuesday. Good day for Tuesday. Can't complain. And if I do, I shouldn't. <laughs> hey, morning, team. Uh, great to see all of you guys here. Nice and early. Kicking the day off with a bit of property investing uh, ideas, information, pontifications. Thanks for joining me. While the old Facebook is uh, warming up, a few people jumped on already now. So, um, Alison, Arnie, Rodney, Graham, Carla, good morning, Simon, Dean. Good to see all of you guys. Uh, quick shout out to those who might be new. Uh, if you are new, my name's Jason Witten. Um, been property investing over 20 years, helping property investors uh, across Australia and New Zealand, coaching them. Matter of fact, over 7,000 property deals done and dusted with our clients and uh, along the way, learned a few things, done a few deals myself. And uh, each morning we get to share with uh, some cool, crazy crew like uh, Aaron and Stu and Andrew and Zafar. Nevin, Zayad, Joby, good to see all of you guys uh, on today. Fantastic to have you live here in the show. Um, so today, I thought I'd talk about a few things, but uh, I want to ask you a question. Why are you investing right now? And I think uh, it would be a massive mistake. I certainly know it's a massive mistake if you're only investing in real estate right now because the market is booming. Uh, I call those people good time Charlies. A good time Charlie's are here for the party and then they leave when things aren't that much fun. And uh, I can tell you, team, and tell you guys, uh, property is a long game. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time. It takes focus. Um, it takes some persistence to get some amazing wealth created out of real estate. And if you're just in the market right now just because the market's booming, and that's the only reason you're investing, uh, so let me tell you, you should reconsider buying property. You should go somewhere else because you're not a property investor. Property investors are here because they're building a property portfolio, not because the market is booming. It's irrelevant whether the market was up, down, or sideways. Property investors consider and understand to build their portfolios because they know it is the long game we're playing, not the short game. Now, sometimes. The short game assists us, and we have to be clever and smart about it. And that's what I want to talk about today. So hopefully I got your attention a little bit. Why are you investing? It better not be because the market's booming. Uh, certainly not for me and my crew. We're here because we're building a property portfolio. But here's, here's a few things that are going to help us with our property portfolio, gang. Um, because the market is on the move, which is nice. That's good, isn't it, um, for all of us? Like you, beauty. Uh, we've got some value. We've got some growth, and we can do something with that growth. We can do something with the equity that grows in our property portfolios. Um, some interesting info um, today, uh, or in the last couple of days, anyway. Uh, spotted uh, thanks to uh, Timmy uh, Timmy Boyle. Bit of a shout out to Tim. He gets these good charts every now and then. Sends them through, which are awesome. 
So Sydney, team, Sydney has cracked. Let's zoom in on that. Sydney has cracked the 1.4 median house price, um, which is super interesting because have a look at this. A few other places <laughs> are literally half the price of Sydney. Now, it's not doesn't take Einstein to work out why people are moving from, let's say, Sydney to other locations that might be less expensive when it comes to housing. But, uh, you know, that's an interesting one too. Uh, Melbourne and Canberra have cracked the million-dollar average house price, which is interesting for all of us when we have a look at what and where is the opportunity for us as property investors. You can check out. Well, that's not that's not doing a very good job, is it? Um, highlighting. I wonder what about this? Nah, that's rubbish. Um, all right. Well, you know, Brisbane is my pick when it comes to the East Coast, when we're having a look at the marketplace. Certainly for the moment, you guys know this. I've chatted to you guys about this a few times. And we've got some growth here. That's fantastic. Yay, we've got growth. Oh, have a check, check, check this out. What have we got going on here? Our rents our rents are going up um, for the first time in a long time. Uh, rent growth, rolling average rent growth um, over a decade. Uh, we've had a slow, a slowing in our rent growth. And why is that so? Team, put it in the chat for me right now. Why has rent growth slowed over the last decade and only just recently spiked? Um, tell me why it slowed first. I want you guys to think. I want you guys to work here a little bit. I want your brain to start working because I want um, demand. Okay, good, good guess, Nicole. But that's not the direct answer, but that could be an indirect lack of immigration. Uh, that's um, uh, that's a good one too, but not the answer I'm looking for. Priscilla, Nicole, demand, anyone else? Why has the rents slowly, the growth of rent slowly declined? Okay. I'll tell you why, gang, because wages have not grown. Wages in Australia, you have a look at wages, people can't afford. That's it. And um, there you go. Mitchell, Mitchell, you're on it. Mitchell, you're on it, mate. Wages have have not grown. Wage growth has been, there you go, boom, Alison. Inflation and wage growth was steady, so rent stayed at equilibrium. Absolutely dead right. Team, gang, I can tell you this. This is not rocket science. I didn't, like I did general math at school, team, all right, Um. Like I didn't do advanced math and I didn't do algebra and I didn't go to uni and study numbers, but I'm all right on a calculator and a spreadsheet and I understand that when people have spare money, they pay more for things and when they don't have spare money, they pay less. The only reason right now that rents are going up is because we've got some other things going on, okay? Um, And it's not wage increases. What's happened? So um, inflation's actually gone down. Wages have stayed steady, Alison said. And a few of you guys have pointed out we've got some other things that have happened that are now stimulating the economy and making things uh, go. Um, Maths in society. (laughs) Rob, you and me, brother. Uh, There you go. Well, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, 
the the numbers we should learn about. I think in school, uh, probably sometimes the numbers we don't learn about, you know, interest rates, tax, and so on. Anyway, I won't get onto that one today. So supply and demand. So let's have a look at this, right? We're going to do a little little quick sort of lesson. So, you know, property prices have gone up, rents have gone up, but salaries haven't gone up. What's happened, gang? Uh, and uh, Alison and a few of you guys are on it. Rodney, you're on it. Um, Ashvin, you're on it. And also Priscilla. This is part of now what's sort of dovetailing into what you said about lack of immigration into the country. Check this out right now. All right, let's have a look at this. Rolling listings. So properties actually for sale. Team, gang, have a look at right now. Um, since January 2021, have a look at the difference. There's a $50,000 kind of average, or not 50000 but um, like a 50000 on average for sale um, from 2018, maybe even a bit more, less properties on the market, existing properties. So just keep this in your head, 50000 less properties on the market for sale right now. Team, you're following along. So existing market, no new supply, okay? 50,000 or 50,000 less. So just keep this these numbers in your head. Now, this is not rocket science, gang. Now, I, like Sam and I have been saying this since 2018. Have a look at this. If you have a look in here, right, rent growth, right? That's when APRA started to get involved and poleaxed the bloody market when it came to um, these stupid lending criteria that they had no idea would how it would affect the market. Anyway, I'm not going to dive into that one today. So 50,000 or more less existing listings available nationwide for sale right now. Just get wrap your head around that, all right? And that's since 2016. Those existing listings have been decreasing decreasing on average to now, right? So we've got a massive supply issue. It's been coming for years, right? No, it's COVID's just finished it off, okay? So stick with me here. All right, no shit, Dick Tracy. Check this out. This just this is just the uh, June or July ABS statistics. And yes, folks, they are negative numbers. That's not a very good... I don't know why my highlighter's not working, but anyway, New South Wales, negative 14. Queensland, negative 25. Western Australia, negative 21. Victoria, negative 2%. Australia-wide, negative 11% for dwellings approved. Approved. Tell me in the chat right now, team, how long does it take? <laughs> it is taking even longer right now. How long does it take? If something got approved now, today, how long does that piece of real estate take to come to market and actually exist as a, as a, as a fully existing built house or apartment or townhouse? Tell me how long it takes. Team, put it in the chat while I'm doing this. All right, let's have a look at units, team. All right, 12% down. Queensland, 18% down. Western Australia, 30% down. Tasmania, 14% down. That's this year alone, okay? Okay, there you go. Stu's on it. Ashley, 
Um, you've got, I think you're a bit keen, but Stu, Stu's on it. Two to five years, team. Absolutely. Maybe, um, uh, maybe houses can, uh, maybe houses can come a bit sooner. It all depends if it's a big land subdivision or not. Uh, and if it's apartments and townhouses, two to five years easily. So supply is years away, team. Supply is years away. Okay, years away. I'm telling you. Um, Melbourne's got a little bit of approval momentum back in, but I want you to have a look at the actual number. Okay, I want you to look at these things. Six thousand. You know, I want you to look at Queensland, um, etc. So. Total dwellings approved. Let's do Queensland. Let's do New South Wales, whatever it might be, right? So we've got the total number of existing listings down, 50,000, 60,000. We've got huge drops in uh, approvals, which are two to three years away. Right now, there's two-fifths of bugger all on the market. You guys know this. You can see these pressures, right? Um, and check out this stuff here. Check out these things when it comes to, all right, well, let's look at Queensland, $16,000, no, $16,000, <laughs> $16,000 net gain in Queensland, 16000 so let's go 2000 plus 3000 so let's call it, let's call it, um, oh, let's call it 6000 to be conservative, there's a 10000 you know, maybe you divide that by two, two people per dwelling. There's 5,000 dwellings short in Queensland for those people who just shifted into state. Now, it doesn't work exactly in a linear way like that, team. All right. But you can see what I'm getting at here. Like, this is, these are the approvals in the last 12 months, team. This is the approvals in the last 12 months. And then the previous three years, starting in 2017, Approvals went down through the floor. Um, right now in Victoria, um, New South Wales and Queensland, uh, pretty well everywhere, the, the three years before, uh, so 18, 19 and 20 were just extreme declines in approvals as well. And it's good to see a little bit of bounce back coming uh, potentially in Melbourne. But that's three years away, team. And like, don't worry about, oh, is that going to oversupply the market? Not a chance on this planet because um, in previous years the supply have a guess and I'll, I, I should have grabbed this stat as well have a guess how many um, how many on average in a normal year prop apartments and, and houses were approved in Victoria team okay about 20,000 so we're now we're down about 60 or 70 percent from average normals, and we've been down for almost four years now, okay? So don't worry because it's gone up a little bit in one year from, like, record lows. We've got some problems, all right, okay? So don't don't worry about that because that's not going to occur. And the cost of borrowing, you guys have seen this, the cost of borrowing now at all-time lows. You know, and this is going back to July 2019. Um, extrapolate that back out. Extrapolate the cost of borrowing back out so we're at 2021 20, uh, now. You know, you can get a loan for 3%. Go back to uh, 2010. What was the cost of interest back in 2010, gang? Anyone know? Right, 2010, you were looking at sort of 
maybe even a bit higher. So we've gone from 8% to 3%. And this is why we're getting rent increases. And this is why we're getting some growth, okay? Um, because interest rates have gone down and supply has gone down, okay? And you wait till you see, um, you wait till you see, I don't know, call it two years to be conservative. International travel and migration um, <clears throat> is open again. We will have record migration into Australia. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll have record migration into Australia. And you watch this market absolutely fly along, fly along even more. But anyway, there you go. So, <clears throat> but, but, team, good information, good statistics. How do you deploy that stuff? Like the devil is in the details about implementation, deployment, right property, right spot. You know, you could wander up to Brisbane right now and buy some piece of rubbish in Shitsville and have a terrible time. And I know lots of people who are doing that. They're going buying cheap rubbish in crap locations and thinking, oh, why didn't I make all this money? Because Brisbane was booming. Uh, because you bought a piece of shit, team. Don't buy rubbish real estate. It's only going to bite you in the bottom. Excuse the French. I get fired up about it, right? Get good quality stuff. Um, but, team, <clears throat> let me tell you right now, if you're only investing because the market's booming and everything's shiny right now, um, recheck your thinking, recheck your thinking because property is a long-term sport. You've got to have some grit. I can tell you in 15 years' time, you, you'll be very happy and you might even get a good run in the next couple of years from growth if you buy the right real estate in the right spot. Uh, but don't be investing just because it's booming. Invest because you want to grow a property portfolio. All right, that's the real reason to invest, team. That's the real reason to invest um, because this thing is a marathon, not a sprint. You buy well, you never sell. You be strategic. You get the right tactics. You deploy. You get some coaching and support, and you'll make a you'll 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 kill it. You'll you'll be fantastic in fifteen or twenty years' time. Stick to the plan. Anyway, there you go. Oh, hopefully that made sense today. I saw a few good charts. I love a good chart. Love love some good stats. I love to try and make sense of them. Sometimes they get reported in isolation and and they don't make any sense. Um, but you've got to try and connect the dots for yourself as a property investor. Um, listen to people who can interpret information in a, an appropriate way, in a balanced way, and sort of say, yeah, the, the pressures are looking good. Team, the big issue we have um, in Australia right now is wage growth. If the if if as a country we get back on track with wage growth, then you know then things could get exciting. Um, uh, on top of all the other things that are kind of in positive uh, pressures for our property market. Okay, so um, but these good times right now, take advantage while you can, but they will not last, team. Um, you know things. Go up and they adjust. They overshoot. I think some value in Sydney right now is overshot by a good couple of hundred thousand dollars in many places. I think you'll see that median Sydney house price readjust back to about one point two personally over the next year or two. Um, but it all depends if the interest rates stay low and if wages rise. You know, um, but uh, you know, average rental yield down there is you know sub three percent. You know, when it gets to those points, it becomes 
very, very compressed and it's hard to continue to have those prices grow. But um, doesn't mean Sydney's not a great place to buy. You just got to buy well. You got to buy properly. You got to buy within your budget, etc. Anyway, I'm rabbiting on now. Uh, you guys get the point. There's some good data. Make some good decisions. Uh, and um, if you need some help with that, as 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 always, give us a shout out. That's what we do: coaching and support. Many of you guys are in the coaching program anyway, so hopefully that made sense today. Anyway, that's it. I'm done. Wealth Coffee Chat over and out. <laughs> All right, gang. Good to have you guys here. Stay well, stay safe, and remember, invest for the long term. Have a good plan. Have a good strategy. Buy well, never sell, uh, and uh, you'll do pretty nicely uh, over the long term. All right, gang, that's it. Done. Wealth Coffee Chat. Take care. Bye for now.